What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to Mick Ketchup Podcast, episode 34. We up in here. Got your host, Lofton, a.k.a. Mr. Nice Guy, a.k.a. Mr. Hayes Adonis, a.k.a. When I'm suited and booted, Mr. Mr. Antoine Cumberbund. And I got my co-host over here. My the one man, and Rajin. only. What's up, the, the one and only, Mr. Make It Happen. What's good, man? What's good? good. And you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Sunday. So we had to let the preacher come through and bless you know the podcast. No, he doesn't. He doesn't switch his name up. He's been on the show so many times. He doesn't throw yeah. a nickname in that joint yeah. now. So Rev, yeah. Rev C, he sounds plugged out. No, like, you think of a name up in here? What it is, What's up, Rev C? How you been? Beat you down and pray for you at the same hey, time, man. man. Yeah, hey, Lincoln Park, hey, Park's fine as you heard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> beat, you, beat you with the Bible. Go ahead. Do it up, player. Do yeah. it up. All right. <laughs> and everybody out there, we got to introduce our guest for this week. We got Taki Brown, a wonderful poet, uh, social activist, man of the community, out there handling oh. business. Once again, please, oh, yeah. round of applause for Mr. Brown, Taki Brown yes, in the building. Yes, Let's go. What's up? What's welcome, up? welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Episode thirty-four. We up in here, and um, you know, we gonna get to uh, my one of my favorite things to do. Uh, drink of the day. We gonna get it started. Drink of the day. I love it. All right. Anyway, getting it popping. Drink of the day. Everybody's happy. We love it. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and start off. I went ahead. I got my stuff already made. It's in a nice little shaker, looking nice and everything. I got the gin and sin. I went ahead and popped that off. I knew the red was coming and I needed to, okay. uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, rebuke, rebuke. You know what I'm saying? I need some love out okay. there. So I got this ah, Jenna Sin in here. You know what I'm saying? I need some, <laughs> that I some you know what I mean? So uh, it's got a little gin, of course. Uh, got okay. a grenadine in there. Got some orange juice. Got some lemon juice in there. You know, shaking, not stirred. So I'm going to go ahead and pour mine in there. Hey, Ross, talk to me, man. What you got for today? Hey, bro. Hey, so you know I done had a rough week, bro, first of all. You know what I'm saying? I went to I took my 12 U AAU kids to Nationals. Uh we lost in the second round, but hey, they had a good season, man. They had a good season. You know, they did it, they did their thing. So shout out to the East Orlando Press. 12 East Orlando Press. You know what I'm saying? They did their thing or whatever. So check this out. So this week, you know what I'm saying, since I was getting over the flu last week, you know, and I needed a vacation. So what I did was I took me some uh some Malibu, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Okay, and I mixed it with a little Tropical punch. Okay. I like to call it. I like to call it that. Hey, boo boo. You know what I'm saying? Hey, boo boo. You know what I'm hey, saying? Boo-boo. <laughs> that, hey, boo boo. You know what I'm saying? Let's go with it. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Get you a little. Yeah, hey, I, I got. Give me a little. You know, Caribbean music in the background. I pretend like I'm in Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, that, or or, hey, or with. Or with the hey boo boo, you can steal some picnic baskets. Yeah, I'm saying. Oh, you know. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey boo boo. All right, so uh, all right, so so Rev C, you know what I'm saying? What you what you bring to the table? We got some aloe. What what kind of plant we drinking? What sort of plant water we drinking? Well, today, because you know it's just a special day, and this is what we're doing. We're gonna do a little bit of something different. Um, okay. We got our customary H2O on ice on deck. Gotta have okay, it. okay. I put okay. I put H2O on in my drink. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. right. Yeah. Then, yeah. then as a backup, as a backup, we got us a little Fanta Orange doing the thing too. Okay, so, okay, okay. Got you. Okay. Got you. Got you. Yeah. 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 I feel you. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? We yeah, must have more get, of his church members watching now. Yeah, you yeah. will get hydrated <laughs> and diabetes in the same thing. Drink. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, ain't, look, Fant ain't nothing but the devil. Ain't nothing but the devil. Uh, <laughs> ain't no joke. 46 grams. It's all day. You know what I'm saying? They really do it for the grand. <laughs> Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown, Mr. Stocky Brown, did you happen to join us as a part of our show? Did you happen to bring some uh, some liquid refreshment with you to join us? Uh, you know, it's a BYOB type situation here on the Mid Ketchup Podcast. So, do you have anything to uh, to to enlighten the the folks out there with? So usually, I, I usually drink whenever I came on podcasts or whatever. So you know, I got me a smooth glass of H two O also. Okay, okay, let's go. Drinking, you know, I'm just perpetrating right now. Ah, <laughs> you get, you ah, could have said that was anything. You could have said I got a yeah. whole thing of moonshine. We were like, yo, you going I, at it? I don't want to okay. lie to people. Yeah, he don't want to lie from the rim. From the rim. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Get y'all gin and sin. Get y'all a hey boo boo. Or just hydrate, you know what I'm hey, saying? We going hey, into a new week of work. Hey, boo -boo. You know what I'm saying? It's uh so cheers to everybody out there. Let us know what y'all drinking no on no uh, with us no here doubt. at the Mid Catch Up Podcast. Yes, and it's all good. So get up on that. Get up on that. All right. So we so we about to move on. We're moving <laughs> on, it. moving on. Now it's news of the week. We got a lot uh -huh. of stuff that's been going on, got a lot of stuff that's been popping off in this crazy, crazy world that we got going on here. So we're going to start it off, you know, it's it, it's in the news. It's been one of the biggest things that's been going on right now. We got Brittany Griner is home. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Home. She done, she done made it home. She done made it home. Yeah. Prayers, prayers, all that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's one of those things that's going through the news and, and everybody's kind of talking about this situation. Um, you know, I think of it in, you know, Brittany Grinder, basketball player. I think about it in uh, WNBA trade terms. Hey, questions. Was this a fair trade? Do we yeah, know? So, do we think that, uh, you know, what I'm saying that Biden, that was he doing this for the votes? We still got other. We got a, you know, what I'm saying a Marine that's still over there trying to trying to get back home for the trade. Who she was traded for was the merchant of death. I mean, that's a pretty good uh, villain name. Merchant of Death, uh, Victor Bout, uh, so former Soviet military <coughs> officer. Uh, he was sentenced to 25 years for international arms trafficking and uh, by selling, you know, selling arms to terrorist countries that were looking to harm U.S. Uh, civilians and military personnel. So, Ross, talk to me, man. What do, what do you think about this whole situation? I know it was in the works for a while and things they were trying yeah. to get done. But uh, what, well, what's your what's your ending thoughts on, on everything that went on with this? Well, well, first of all, there's no D in the girl name. Just go on and say that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> I knew, like, what? <laughs> you didn't put a D in this whole girl name. But, um, yes. No, it, they, it ain't there. <laughs> be like it ain't there. <laughs> yeah, ain't, you ain't no D. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no D. Ain't no D. Ain't no D. And Brittany Griner. Yeah, I, 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 I ain't catching. Catch it. It, it might be. So anyway, hey. So real talk, man. Hey, I'm, I'm glad she's home. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I think she was. You know, I think she was chucked up on some bogus charges. Um, I think it was the plan all along. The plan all along was to. You know, boost up, you know, the accountability 
and um, to make this, you know, like I said, boost up the charges on her, and then say, okay, hey, y'all want it back? Give us back the merchant of death. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I mean, like I said, I think it was, like, I don't care about the merchant of death. I don't care about the dude. You know what I'm saying? It, it had to be some stipulations on the trade, I'm sure. Like, if we catch his ass in the U.S. again, we're going to kill him or something like that. Had to be something. You know what I'm saying? It had to be something they told. You know what I'm saying? It, it, there was some stuff, you know, involved in that in that whole scenario. Um, but I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad she made it back. Um, you know, I do hope we go out and get everybody else has been over there. I'm not sure what everybody else did or I don't know the backstory and everybody else. This 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 uh, situation was kind of, um, you know, piped up. So, you know, everybody knew what she did. Everybody knew what she, you know, what, what went on or whatever. So I don't, but I don't really know what happened to everybody else. But I do, but I am glad she's back. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was some chucked up charges and it was all part of the plan anyway. So mm-hmm. she needed to be back here. You know, we need to have our black women, black women home safe or whatever. So, you know, it is what it is. All right. So, uh, so Rev C, man, what, what's your thought process on this whole situation? I know we had talked about this uh, some months ago when it first popped off, but now that it's actually uh, came to fruition uh, that she made it home, you know, I, I, I had to have that devil, devil's advocate, uh, you know, question, you know what I'm saying? Was this a fair trade? Was, you know, was this done for the votes? Why it was so a thing? Because I look at it like possibly done for the votes, expedited due to the fact that Hey, Britney Grinder is a part of the LGB. Britney Grinder being a female playing in the W. Like, those are a lot of folks that are in that voting booth. You know what I'm saying? That will be able to go like, hey, this was a good thing. The president did such and such. Yada yada yada. You know what I'm saying? So uh what what do you think, Refsy? Well, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you this, man. I don't I don't think um I think it was a definitely political posturing, but I don't feel, feel like to me, I don't feel like it was a political posture and situation on the side of the United States. I think that um, with everything that I think it was a good move, you know, for the U.S. to make, whether it be the current administration or whoever, whoever else was out there. I feel like, though, that the political posturing comes from the other side, where she came from. They, they, they took this lady um, in order to try to do something, you know, to try mm-hmm. to do Think something big on that side. What that was going to be, I think it was um, a terrible coincidence, <coughs> um, a situation that worked to their benefit. It might have taken a little bit longer to do had it been somebody else. I mean, if it wasn't Brittany Griner, it would have been Paul Wheeling. You get what I'm saying? It was just the fact that she has way more notoriety. She has way more fame than Paul Wheeling was concerned. So unfortunately, where he's concerned, the first person that they went at was, okay, you're trying to get Brittany Griner back. Let's make a deal for her. Um, that guy over there, you know, Mr. On Top of a Horse and uh, doing his uh, cologne commercials or whatever is concerned, he's trying to do whatever he possibly can to make sure that he stays relevant, kind of like, you know, our previous president. I mean, they wanted to see what I'm saying. So it wasn't, I don't think that that you could look at current administration as far as the United States is concerned. However, you know, there's many in the United States that are going to actually say, oh, he was wrong to do that. Um, this president, yeah, this administration was wrong to do that. Um, you know, political thing as far as votes were concerned, I think it's going to be twisted to state that this country had some vested interest that was twisted. 
Um, but I don't see that. I see that it was a political posturing on the other side of the globe. And many people are going to miss that. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Brown, I don't know uh, how much you've been tracking tracking the whole Britney grind. I know it's all it's out there. So, do you have any uh, you have any thoughts? Any any different perspective uh, on the whole Britney Grinder deal? Getting back home to the USA. You know, you know, prayers to the families that's been affected at this time. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was a tough time on both ends. You know. You know, everybody has a family, you know. Both of them are somebody's child, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy everyone is home. There we go. <laughs> there's more, there's more to it than that. He, 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 he going to hit you with the yeah, political, yeah, yeah. With the yeah, political yeah. statement. All right, that's good, that's yeah. good, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, like you you always have to look at it. These are human beings, and they trying to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always – I always look at it as, you know, I know you were talking about the Russian side, but the the Russia side, yes, they were, everybody's using something to gain something, right? So they already had a person. They had, you know what I'm saying, Paul Whalen, that they have him on uh, the espionage bill. And obviously the United States, in some form of fashion, or at least with what was going on, they was like, well, that not big enough to cause us to make moves like that so then because russia goes okay well y'all need something bigger to for us to get this dude because they had a guy they got a guy they got a guy that got military experience some type of you know what i'm saying like i don't know what they're garnering from the dude they put him on the espionage deal but they was like yo okay and the u.s obviously was like oh that's not big enough so then when okay so we gotta get we gotta get somebody else and that's what I feel like took place. It was like, oh, so that's not big enough because he's been over there for what three? He got he got charged in like 2018 or something. So we've been there, and then you go like, well, I guess that's not big enough to get what we want. So then that created somewhat would have created, hey, I guess we got to go fishing again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and and then it's like, okay, well, you know, I mean, not saying that and getting her, yes, got to do what we got to do to get her. But then there's a deal when you go okay was was there enough done to get him mm. it was obviously like is there some you know what i'm saying like i i don't know that i'm not in the negotiations or any of that crap but i'm just hey, saying so there's, a, I, there's a price which somebody wasn't willing until it got to a you know what i'm saying a famous or i think it's something then it's like oh this is enough now we gotta we gotta Trey, make moves Terry, you, say, you know what i'm saying they we traded Steph Curry for. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I was like, yo, man. Like, I think I think we're missing a big picture, though. The bigger that, picture is. I would you get rid of LeBron, but like, I, I would you <laughs> tell me about the picture? <laughs> I think the, I think the bigger picture is it's how LeBron. good was the weed that she got caught. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. That was that top was show. That was fine, like, like, it had to be. Like who does she get this weed from? That was that. Was that, uh, <laughs> that was that like Incredible Hawk, Sticky Yicky. Like it was yeah, all the names. Every I'm name like, that Snoop Dogg has said in the album, it was yeah, all yeah. those combined. That's what she had. I like my thing is is that she still smoke weed because I probably give up weed. I'm like I'll be no, like, man. I'm, my I'm qu- hey, my question is: Is she going? Is she going to go back to Russia to play ball? Because that's where she make all the money. Man, but, but why would you? What? Why would you go back? 
No, why would you look? Hold up. Wait, why would you go in the first place? Why would you huh? not? It's like, why would you go in the first place? Uh, why would you not go back? You know how many buckets I would drop on Russia? A hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I would. That's... I would foul their players. I would. Yeah, you would get a nine-year contract right in the prison. Right? <laughs> That's what they wanted. They wanted her on the All-Star team. That's why they put her in prison. It's like you don't want me on our All-Star team. You are not Russian. Drop you know something. Folks, <laughs> let me go back over there. Foul ball, attentional fouling. I'm throwing elbows doing the game. Didn't your boy Taco go play in like Japan somewhere? Yeah. Taco was playing in Japan. Taco fall balling. Uh, what's the name? Yeah. Um, Dwight Howard yeah. over there beating up on the Filipinos yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Averaging triple doubles in threes. Like, I think he got like 10 triple doubles. <laughs> <laughs> You're over there hooping. D. White over there scored 150,000. <laughs> <laughs> this girl right here talking about my steel. I got my car. Why she? Not, look, first of all, hey, you, you get that? Did, this show. did you get that? Uh, did you get that? She sent you that medicine? I missed it. I didn't get it. Right. it, was, it, was, it was werewolf, werewolf sweat or something. I don't know. Yeah. She oh, yeah, well, I mean, yo, this is uh, hey, yeah. It, I, hey, isn't she an employee of this show? Look, we, we, ro- we rotate, man. You know, Collection took the oh, spot okay. this time. That's what I'm saying. Collection oh, okay, came okay. on. He got the spot. Oh, we got, we wanna, got nine slots today. Now. We, 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 <laughs> ain't we ain't want to get too crowded. But, uh, right, yeah, so so with uh, Brittany Deal, we're going to keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? Welcome back once again, Brittany, to uh, to the wonderful United States. And uh, for everybody out there, man, hey, keep, hey for Paul, Waylon, man, keep grinding. And uh, Merchant of Death, I hope that you actually not live that long. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things. Hey, that's how it goes. All right. Hey, well, we're gonna keep it pushing. We're gonna keep it pushing. All right, now this dude's back again. Oh my god. Just a little <laughs> bit. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. Not too well, much. Hey, we need a theme song as the yay. Yeah, turns. yeah, we do need a we do need a theme song. As the yay turns is back once again. Um, he is still a college dropout because uh, the honorary degree from uh, the School of Art Institute of Chicago said, give me that degree back. So you don't get yeah. that honorary. So now back to college dropout. We got Kanye West, uh, his clothing reportedly owes California over $600,000 unpaid taxes. Uh, he's also getting sued for over $100,000 for unpaid photography bill. You can't cover the photography bill, man. Uh, Kanye West, he's been condemned by SAG. I mean, SAG, what he acting? I don't know, but they said you, he, I don't like you because you said anti Semitic comments. And also, y'all bumping that new yay, y'all bumping that new yay. He got some new music he put out on uh, on the on a freaking um, uh, no, I've been Jones, uh, it's called Someday We'll All Be Free. So I'm just it's wondering tired. if anybody it's probably tired, though. Why you playing? Anybody heard that somewhere uh, out there? Have y'all have y'all heard that at all? I mean, he um, he he released it when he first made those comments. So no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I haven't uh, I haven't heard that. So uh, I don't know what's going on with uh yay yay mad the majesty that is uh, that is Kanye West. Uh, he's a special human being, and uh, hopefully. I don't find any more news next week about this dude. So, Mr. Brown, man, what do you think about this whole calamity of the Kanye Westness? 
I accept. I'm a Kanye. I accept. Anything Kanye West do, I'm about to make an excuse for it. I'm about to <laughs> right now. I don't even care what y'all said at all. We, Kanye, uh, we finally got somebody over here to represent like, Kanye besides Aaliyah. Like Kanye. What <laughs> he does or do wrong. I'm just a Kanye follower. That's just the way it is. We're going to go with it. Hey, hey I mean. You miss hey. Kanye? Because some, because some people just get on here and make a few comments here and there about Kanye. I don't care. I don't care yeah. what Kanye did. Kanye got on national TV and said he had not seen. You know what I said? He might be. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and then he was like, turn up. Then he was like, let me play that new t- that Kanye. Yeah. You know yeah, that, yeah. That's what I thought. Leave my cousin. I told you, leave my cousin alone. Uh, <laughs> I told you. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all sit there and talk about all mental health patients, but since he's famous, y'all want to talk about him. Kanye and Nazi. And he said, we. Say you're nothing. I'm going with it. Yeah, so I you, probably see, you probably see dead people. <laughs> what is it's to be a Nazi? Like I start wondering after Kanye did it. I, like, I mean, look, Matt, now now do you apply this to all your uh all peoples out there? You know what I'm saying? Like I I I accidentally um you know what I'm saying I had I had my uh playlist, my romantic playlist, and I forgot to delete uh them R. Kelly joints and they came on and it made my my daggone back. I was like, it just feel gross. And I was like, oh, I got to get these up off of here, man. That feel nasty. So, I mean, like, do you, do you roll in that, like, no matter what? I got you, though. Hold on. I admit it. I listened to some R, some R. Kelly last week. You know what I'm saying? It was an accident. It was that, uh, what's that, that, um, the new shaking? No, this- no. Oh. You, but you see what I did there? You don't want, you don't want to call it. So, <laughs> I, I admit. <laughs> that, that I, I listened to oh. leg shaking last week, but I don't listen to our killer, so you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I don't, people be like, Well, you got separated. No, it is what it is. I got I got daughters, so you know, yeah. I separate. Yeah, he I, did, he did real crimes. I'm sorry, our killer did. Kanye West get grace, he ain't committed an actual crime. Our killer committed a crime. It's still look. It's, he his crime was stupidity. It's a different. You know what I'm saying? You ever seen? You ever seen um, David Chappelle? When uh-huh. keeping it real goes wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's pretty much how. That's pretty much the same situation. <laughs> it's what keeping it real goes wrong. You know what I'm saying? If you lose a billion dollars in, in a week, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You might want to, um, you know. I get. I, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I, I looked at like the stuff that they're doing now. I mean, how how much does and, and this is weird, but how much does an honor an honorary doctorate degree actually weigh? It's just that's just an actual honor from a university. You get what I'm saying? So it doesn't mean that he's smarter. It didn't make him smarter. So they just said, okay, we're taking our honorary degree back. All right, you can have that. First of all, he didn't do anything to earn it anyway. There's no transcript. There's no nothing that says that he actually earned that anyway. It had to do every bit with his dollar figures and his influence as far as that's concerned. So, you know, easy come, easy go with that's concerned. If I earn something, you know, every one of our accolades, every one of our travels, traverses and struggles that we've gone through that that we earned a particular thing. You can't take that from me. I can't I can't I can't be stripped of something that I actually earned and I actually live up to. 
You give a person an honorary degree, it doesn't make him smarter. It simply it, it simply emboldens him to continue doing some of the idiotic stuff that he's already done. So, you know, them taking an honorary degree and then the state of California now suing him because they don't like what he said. You know, those are things actually this week in as the yay turns, actually a lot of that stuff, they are, these people are showing as much ignorance as Kanye because you gave it to him in the first place. What you did not do was research the fact that this dude's been going crazy ever since his mom passed and his only link to real reality was Miss Donda. When she left, he was gone and he's been gone. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. I'm, I, I feel you and I think it's a it's also an indictment on just the the things that those that have money and influence are able to get away with and not have to live up to standards. So the standards only apply if you offend somebody or uh, you don't have money. What's dude like that's taking? What's his name? Who's that? Who? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's? Yeah, Liam Neeson should have been up out of here too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's only a standard. If like, okay, just like uh, if you black, I mean, you're like like Barry, not nah, like yeah. I mean, like Barry Bonds, right? So you got a standard. Like, you got some people that get in. If they ain't nice to people, you ain't got a good attitude. If you ain't nice to folks, yeah, you could be right. But if you ain't nice to people, it's a way to explain things. You're like, all right, yeah, that person was an asshole. So then people don't give that person the benefit of doubt on certain things. It's, it's almost just like uh, it's just social experiment and everybody likes to give chances to those that feel that they can help them in some sort of way and then when that person can't help them anymore they say oh now now there's rules it's black. called black I agree I think like I, well, I mean like, like Pac I, said I, only God I, can judge me I feel it like it's one of those things that's also due to the fact of the limit and i think that's starting to expand but previously the limited ability or the limited amount of personnel people that can help in the black community so you know if if you got a situation where it's like you know jay-z and him he's trying to buy you know be a part of buying an nfl team like he him maneuvering into the nfl offices him having those type of relationships those things are building that ability for him to be able to hey if somebody had like just like with the kanye deal uh he's fallen but now he's got somebody in a higher tier let that Jay can influence let jay-z step out of line and say something he's supposed to say yeah i mean it, it's all it's gonna be always somebody until you got wasn't they kind ridiculous of money the, um butt kicking or something like that like if you do something wrong we're gonna show you what's going what, what the consequences uh -huh. be Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all. There's a lot of ways it is. It's like slavery. You step out of line from what we believe, we're going to take everything <laughs> and give you your lashes. Y'all ain't watching that. That's I mean, that's like every time I, I mean, okay. I can't, I can't, I don't like that being brought, like, I don't like the word of slavery being brought into billionaires. Mm. That's hard for me to be like, Okay, like I, it's like, yeah, there's it's wrong, that's difficult, they have issues, they can try to take it away from you, and that's in any aspect, they can try to take those things, but just that word, I can't put that on 
somebody on a private jet flying around the world and having a great time. I can't, I can't do that. So that's so flip the coin for me. Go back about 15 years when I think his name was uh the dude that Who- Whoopi Goldberg was with Ted Danson when he did the blackface thing. And I mean, at the time he and Whoopi Goldberg were dating and all that other good stuff. You know, he did blackface thing, danced around, did all this other stuff and thought it was really, really funny and really cute, right? Well, he got smacked on his hand and then he went on he went on his way. So he got smacked on his hand, went on his way, and he's still, you know, a superstar as far as the entertainment community. So, I mean, I get what you're saying, Taki, as far as that's concerned. I really, really do. But what I'm saying is there is no such thing as right, wrong, or wrong, right, right? You're either right or you're wrong. Um, and then... Check out what Dave Chappelle said a couple of weeks back when he did uh, Saturday Night Live in his monologue, right? He was like, okay, listen, Kanye, you uh, actually put yourself out as a power broker in the community and said, well, as a millionaire, I do this. So a millionaire, a millionaire doesn't walk around with his chain out. That was the joke that, uh, that, that Dave Chappelle said. A millionaire don't walk around with his chain out. Billionaire. He's yeah, a billionaire. he's a billionaire. So he's like, I put my chain in, but in a couple of weeks... You say the dumbest stuff in the world, and now he was like, he said he told Kanye, take your chain out there, you know. So because you back with us at that point, you can't be a power broker and call yourself a power broker <coughs> and how to shift and shuffle the things that are going on in this world, whether they be injustices or whether they be they be injustices and truths, or whether they not be, you know, just something that's made up. But then you say something reckless. The whole point behind what Kanye is doing is. You know, he do what he wants to do, but he's being reckless with it. There's a responsibility that comes with putting yourself out as a power broker. It's if you're if you're putting yourself out there as a power broker, then whatever it is, then you gotta you actually have to actually, you know, you gotta live up to that. That's the build, that's the rest of the real thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Since it comes to Kanye, I don't care about nothing you just said on this call. I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> All that when it comes to being a I don't care. I don't care. It's Kanye. If it was anybody else, I'd be on your side. You're making 100 percent sense. You're right. If Kanye wasn't Kanye, if it was somebody else, if the rock the way Johnson did this stuff, Kanye did, I would say he an idiot. And if anybody <laughs> did, if Kevin Hart and Barack Obama, it don't matter to me. If anybody else that isn't Kanye get over here and do this stupid stuff, it's going to be the dumbest thing ever. And I will have so many things to say. But since it's Kanye, I'm going to be like, you know what? He did it. But you got to see the bigger picture. I know what he's doing wrong. I know what he's doing dumb. But guess what? I don't care. You just want that next album? That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah, all? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, what, what, what dude say? What dude say? Juice? I don't care about none Kanye West said to the media. I don't care what he slapped the photographer with. And I don't care about myself either. In the moment I feel like what you said ain't enough about Kanye. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I would have told nobody that out loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, those were inner thoughts. It's like yeah, Kanye, yeah, it's man, inner, inner thoughts, thought, man. I don't think y'all would have said it out loud. In the first I, I, world. I, I, I'm going to need you to go find something else in the kitchen. Yeah, for real, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the dumbest. Well, hey, well, uh, <laughs> as we can see, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, that, like when you lose billions of dollars, you say some dumb shit. Just, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Right, go to, go on to the next one. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, you know, it and is hey, what it is. And, and, and I mean, tell your it, other employee that I ain't got SARS. 
<laughs> her ass about to come. Uh, she about to come to work. We about look, about to be on the clock. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So all right, out there. Hey, hopefully Kanye does not show back yeah, up uh, next week. On, make it so you know, right now. Uh, once again, <laughs> hey, it's out there. But this I dude decided it. to there show up. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we got I we got R. Kelly dropping new albums. You know what I'm saying? Kanye said I'm getting a song. R. Kelly Another said I'll top you. And I'm about to dag on drop an album in here. It's called I Admit It. It got dropped on uh, the streaming sites. And then they was like, pulled that, yanked that real fast, quick in a hurry. It was 13 tracks. Uh, he had one that was, a, uh, I guess it got released before. It was a 19-minute title track. It was just talking about all type of things he's admitting. Uh, not necessarily about the crime or anything like that, but just things in life and, and how he's been treated. Um, but on... Um, on the uh, DX hip hop website, you can find they have a snippet where they have one of the songs um, on there and, and you can listen to it and, and play it and whatnot on their website. So you can check that out. So did any of you guys happen to hear this R. Kelly deal? And, you know, what I'm saying Lil Bootsy happened to go in there and was listening to it. And he was talking about that. He's the king of R&B. And he was like, man, I don't know why people are going to R. Kelly like this. So. You feel like R. Kelly, if he came out with a with an album, you think that R. Kelly album still going platinum with everything that went on with him? Yeah, because you got people like Brown down there. Also, what he did? Yes, yes, it's gonna be <laughs> people like Brown. You think I downloaded that when it came out to my iPhone? <laughs> the way you said it, yeah. <laughs> with me. I, I don't care if the first track was good. That's my whole thing. I ain't here. I ain't here. He said, okay, the first track was good. You said that joint went hard in the paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Afro was it good, though? I didn't listen to the Afro beats. Those tracks, too. What? <laughs> I only saw like I, I saw love the way you admit stuff without admitting. <laughs> I, heard, I heard somebody. I heard he dropped something and it was completely. Um, it was it was pulled really quick. Um, which is the, the weird part is you know I'm not any of that. The weird part was was that how did he get it dropped? What actually happened? Who who actually did that? Who actually you know bit that bullet and said, "Hey, let me drop this whole thing." How did he make a 19 track? You know how did he do that? How did he do that? We ain't got nothing no better to do. We he got, got he got he has nothing but time. They can do anything in jail. Have you, I mean, if if you watch any of those daggone jail uh documentaries, man, they Bruh. can do about anything. So I'm you not surprised. On my last on my last podcast, I did a full interview with a cat that was in prison before I realized he was in prison. <laughs> Gonna lie to you. So yeah, it can, yeah, I worked in the. I, I yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Gucci Mane dropped Trap House One, Trap House Two, Trap House Three. <laughs> um, Snow <laughs> Gucci Mane. Can't do anything but leave. <laughs> <laughs> Gucci Mane, Santa Claus, little. <laughs> I don't know a, a couple of albums. They was locked yeah. up. Some of the hottest studios in the, in the country is in prison. <laughs> <laughs> How did he drop the album, but with such good quality? Yeah, that's what. 
Like I didn't hear it, but my thing is, it's just, I like. The, I love that. He was like, "Hold up, let me put the, that asterisk on that boy." When I like, there was some expensive things on there. Expensive, no, because you know I got social media. You know how social media be the shade room. I heard it from the shade room. Mm. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blame it on the shade. Yeah, blame it on the shade room. <laughs> world star, <laughs> world star in the shade room. They yeah. made you see it. Shade room, yeah. baller alert. I know they had. Hey, didn't didn't R. Kelly have a song before called "I Admit It"? That's what it was. Right, that was the that was that's the that's the nineteen minute track, and then he had all these other songs that uh they they uh, you know they don't know how they all got out so yeah they must maybe there was old songs maybe there was new songs i don't i have no clue but he so, did drop an was, album from jail that's all we know it was a good publicity stunt no matter what it was but if he dropped trapped in a closet oh in prison oh Ooh. Look, you know what that would be gross i'd be not- like I was in the other cell and a dude. No, because you know, he'll get some of the guards to be part of it. Look, that's somebody you work with right there. Impeccable. (laughs) Impeccable. Man, that sound cool. Oh, she listens to the album. Yeah. I didn't. So I can't say unfacts. Like it's facts that it had to whatever. Like if she heard it, you know what I'm saying. Did yeah. somebody say that, that he was a possibility he might get off? Possibility. Uh, I, I doubt it. I don't. I know think that that's there was some. I know there was some 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 leaking somewhere like in the last couple of weeks that was somebody was saying, "Oh, R. Kelly's going home." This, that, and the other, and then um, uh, there were quite a few people that came out. You know, like Breakfast Club was like, "No, nah, I don't believe that he did not come home." You know that's that that kind of thing. There were just some folks that were, were leaking stuff on the internet that R. Kelly was on his way home. This, that, and the third. So look how red. The hottest, the hottest album for twenty twenty two. R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, Kanye featuring, West. featuring Kanye West. Let's get on the board. <laughs> Let's get. It. We're gonna call it chocolate pudding. Young Thug and Gunner in the back. Uh, yeah. call, don't don't drink that. Don't drink that. Kylie's <laughs> jump out again. In the same category as those. Right. I ain't go to jail. <laughs> that, that's solitary. It got that. It got those good vaulted ceilings in there. You know, it got that nice, that's nice sound quality in here. Doing it up. So uh, we gonna keep it pushing. You know, what I'm saying R. Kelly. You know, hey, do what you gotta do, man. Survive out there, player. Uh, we need to protect these women, please. Bill Cosby out here got some more ladies trying to come at him. Five more women with the assault, sexual assault. And then we got uh, Tory Lanez out here. Got some new charges on the Meg the Stallion situation after the other ones got dropped. So all they did was flip it and say, oh, we dropping these, but now we about to bring you with some new ones. So uh, what's the deal? You think uh, you think Billy Billy uh, Pudding Pop is going back to jail? No, nah, he's going to pay some money. Yeah, he got to pay some He didn't want to pay last time. He thought it was sweet. <laughs> he thought it. Was sweet. That was like, oh, you don't want to pay? Hey, but I like. I give you a year supply of pudding pops if you. <laughs> yeah, because like if he did all what they said he did, he'd be in jail like Art Kelly right now. Ain't no yeah. way. Nah, I ain't gonna hear that. You walk in the closet, 
think, was he was in jail, and then he just got better lawyers than R. Kelly because they yeah. found that loop his old, and he was like, "I'm out." But you know, know, but you know, way back in the day, wasn't it? Wasn't it said? Now I don't want to. I don't want to pull this out. Then it's incorrect. Wasn't it said that there was some uh, admittance that way back in the day he he said, "Yeah, well, you know, they were coming over." And you know, I was putting something in their drink, but it wasn't that they didn't know about it. Kind of situations like we did this stuff together, and then now they're saying that they that they, 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 they got drugged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, he he blamed it on the '60s. He was like, "Hey, it was the '60s, y'all. We was all doing drugs and things of that nature." And I just put it in a drink, and they was over at the crib anyway. But yeah. we've learned that that doesn't that's not consent. It's so not consent. It, you it, know it, what I'm saying? Like that's just not it. So. It, that wow. that's a that's not a good statement to put out there. That was a wild era. <laughs> Disco, everybody was on crack, heroin, yeah, heroin, <laughs> heroin, all kinds yeah, of L- LSD, PC. yeah. That, like, that, they was on everything, you know. Yeah, what they, 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 that, was that was the least drug. They were on drugs back then. Yeah, drug drugs. Prayers to the family of everybody. Though. <laughs> I said prayers to the family. Just... Prayers to them years. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Racism, everything going hey, on. Yeah, that's saying white women waking up with a dick in their mouth. Wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I said I want a pudding pop. This is they can, pudding. and I, 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 I'm gonna let you, for the listeners out there. <laughs> that was a regime. I'm just saying that was <laughs> for the listeners. A regime. Hey, it happened on his own. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, enough enough with the pudding pops. Hey, what about the uh, Tory Tory Lane situation, man? Is Tory Lane gonna yeah. ever go to jail for uh, shooting? He is shooting nobody. Who shot? He shot. You got some inside information? No, I'm just saying, he, I, 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 P, I'm gonna pull up to one of y'all house, y'all, and I'm gonna if y'all hit one bone. <laughs> <laughs> Now, nah, like from I, we gonna sit together in the car. Y'all gonna shoot me in the foot, and I'm gonna let. Guess what though? Guess what though? Guess who? Guess who ain't? Guess who go ain't gonna walk for this year? <laughs> <laughs> right now, man, I don't know. It could so, be true. So, so if the situation, so then, so then, who and what happened? That's the story, then, because it's like, hey, if that's if that's not really what went down, what is the story? That's what I want to know now, because I mean, you just get shot. In the foot or something. How fast you think you'll be in jail for shooting me in the foot? Probably, you know. probably pretty fast. <laughs> pretty fast. That's, that's kind of fast. First of um, all, f- forgive me, everybody that that will be listening to this. Don't don't shoot Meg, please. Cause at all, please. Just leave Megan alone. Yeah. Um, Her name Meg the Stallion for a reason. Please leave the stallion <laughs> alone. Please yeah. sort of things. How about that, man? What's up with male unity? How about that? <laughs> hold up. Hold the hold. Panda. Panda bear. Panda. Panda. Drop the sign. Panda and Tori. I don't know. Oh, man. That man you know a panda. He went straight hey, to I... protect the women at all. Cause he a panda. I'm sick of him. Hey, I'm... I'm very much. Uh, I'm very much. Uh, I'm selective. I'm selective in my friendships. So uh, you know, what I'm saying I'm not out there just down with any dudes that just be out there. You got folks yeah. out there slapping people and everything. I'm supposed to ride with them? Nah, yeah. I don't um, do that. You know what no, I'm saying? So uh, that's just what it is. 
Since we pulled the panda hat out, let me get my panda hat on too, man. How many black males have been wrongfully convicted by today's society and incarcerated for crimes they didn't commit just because of their males? And if the roles were reversed, they would be free. So how dare we convict this black man without enough judicial evidence to put them away? All right, cool. My bad. Anyways, I'm just saying, my dog. <laughs> so my my only question is, is like, so then why um why yeah. hasn't the person been fixed? I mean, been caught who actually did this crime unless make the stand that did it to herself. Whoa. I, I mean, so who did I don't know. Tory Lanez was there. We know that. So was we her know we know her friend was there. We know court. that Megan the Stallion was there. So somebody know. That ain't her friend no more. Remember they fell out. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so so somebody somebody know though. <laughs> Why don't nobody know nothing? Hey, don't know I don't know. If if my best friend snitches snitches. That's what they that's why. Yeah, and and, and, and got now, shot in the foot. Now y'all getting ready to since, since we putting on hats, I'm not gonna reach over there and get my imaginary ones out you. Let me not do that. But what I'm saying is, so, so let's look at this whole counselor situation. This whole, like you said, snitches get stitches. Nobody's saying nothing. Nobody's saying anything about anything. Here's the problem that we have. We don't, in this particular case, you know, who's actually looking for the real criminal in this aspect, right? If I'm not saying who did what, then how do I know? to go at the real guilty party. And then when we start fussing at not saying that we don't have injustices as far as, as far as in the black community, as far as inequalities, as far as being uh, prosecuted or not prosecuted based on the color of my skin. However, we got all of that going on. If somebody doesn't tell somebody who the body was that did it to her body, who said I was anti-snitcher? <laughs> Get that thug off the streets. No, right I'm not saying that you what I'm what I'm saying though is <laughs> okay. the question that was asked in this circle was well who did it? Who said this? Who did who said I that? Think, well, come on, I, man. Somebody gotta say something. Yeah, somebody has to say something. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. There's only there's only people, there's people, there's human beings in the vehicle. Somebody knows. What happened? Uh, who shot Megan Stallion? Been told on already. Uh, which one did I shot my baby mom? This is bullshit. This is, <laughs> I'm telling everybody. I, you know what? I'm gonna tell you this: the history, <laughs> of this, the history of this whole snitching thing, and I'm, 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 I'm off the, I'm off the meat rack right now. This history, this whole snitching thing came with: if you and I do something that's incorrect, I get caught, I get caught, and I'm dead. I'm getting caught dead to right, right? Why would I go back and tell on you when I got caught dead to right? Just to just in order to um, to reduce my sentence, I'm not gonna go back and tell on you when I got caught dead to right. The way that this was switched by the streets was that I ain't saying nothing to nobody. Uh, I'm gonna make you do your job where that's concerned. That's garbage. When I say that's garbage, why would I take a ride for you, Rajin? We've been boys forever. If you shoot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot, I'm providing the video. I'm going to say Rajim did it, <laughs> and that's because I'm not riding for you. I'm not taking that ride for you. I'm not getting ready to sit down, lay down. I'm not trusting that you're going to keep it real for me and watch out for my family till I get out. I didn't do it. I'm not going. 
I'm sorry. Ain't nobody bad. Oh, not, they just standing around. Just giving up information. <laughs> you tell me for fun. I no, no, I'm not telling for fun. I'm telling <laughs> for fun. <laughs> Remember, telling you, I, and I, I'm going on biblical principle. The truth is the truth. You understand what I'm saying? Wait, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall First make of all, you. I see you shout, shoot, a people. The river is. Thank you, Clark. Neither did you. <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> wait, wait, wait no. Situations before. Don't tell that like we ain't been in situations before. But if I'm, he, if, for you. But I'm sorry. If he did do it, lock him up. If he did do it, you feel me? Look, I'm not anti. I'm not anti. But the truth. Come on now. Don't do that. The truth is also based on truth. His truth, my truth, they truth. All our truths are different. Uh, look, no, the truth Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Are you saying, are you saying things? Just yes. <laughs> you, you are you are you are the social media guy. You that one dude that be typing just like oh let me find somebody saying something and let me go because I was like there's no way there's eight truth there's not there's not there's multiple not. truths it's no not. there's absolutely not your truth my truth nah there's That's not that many truths for you to give for you yeah. to give there, there there's <laughs> perspectives there's different perspectives yeah that but they've. I feel like people have put the word truth in the perspective. Yeah, like, hey, you're sitting across from me. That's a different perspective of the same act that I did. And you could yeah. have saw it as a different perspective, but that's not a different truth. You if know. I, like, that's what it is. It's different perspective. Truth, that's, they're using the truth to say that it is hard, con like, nah, that ain't it. There's different perspectives. I heard a famous yeah. poet once say, we all got problems. We all got problems. We are liars. Guess who's going to jail tonight? Yeah, yeah. Those Kanye. Those Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Or guess, who, <laughs> or, or, or guess who's not gonna be able to go to Burger King tonight? Kanye. Because he lost all his money. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is this: We now let's switch this narrative, okay? Since there's relative truth, how often do we vote in this country? How often do we vote? On yeah, yeah, I'm getting ready to do it, and you think I'm going there. My point is, how often do we vote in this country on the right of black people to vote? I vote how often me. does that come up? How often does that come up? How often does how often does the black black people's right to vote come up and it's actually revoted on in this country? Huh. No, no, I'm talking about black people. No, the actual right to vote. Ah, uh, okay. Never. Uh did you say never? You're wrong. You're wrong. Mm. That's voted on. It is not. It is not no. all of these. I haven't seen in any. I haven't seen in the, in the ballots that I voted on. It came up this year on ballot that I voted on. Was it in Florida? Okay, but I'm, I, I, mean, Florida Florida I think in. I think <laughs> I didn't vote in Florida this year, so it may have been on there. <laughs> but what I'm telling you is, it comes up all the time. So some people's truth, some people's truth is. That we need to go back and re-vote on whether black people should have the right, re-decide on whether black people should have the right to vote. It just came up recently where, where women's right to vote was actually put out there that they don't have to vote on it anymore, right? But before now, some people's truth was that we needed to debate on it and re-vote on that. That was their truth. Was that the truth or was that Slayer. their truth? 
slavery used to be a truth. How about that? Mississippi, has slavery been abolished yet? No. Okay. That's their truth. Is that the truth? Brataki, look at me. Go ahead. Let's talk about this right here. I'm talking about what I'm saying, the dead truth. You, We can switch the narrative and say, okay, the Rev is a snitch, this, that, and the other. Okay, you do wrong, and I know about it. I'm not going to jail for you. If they ask me, boom. That's what the deal is. So my point is, truth is not relative. It's either right or wrong. It's either up or down. If you're not taking it, you not wrong, though. Who are we as people to decide what's right and what's wrong? Everybody, come on, girls. You knew you should have said that about Mississippi. Listen, Mississippi <laughs> is flawed, just like everybody else. <laughs> come on now, come and on. they and they and they ran Dion up out of there. God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Am I right? That's the truth. That ain't my truth. That's the truth. I feel like. As people, we all try to create a narrative and you know of what the truth is. We don't know what the truth is. The Bible was edited from the old testament and new testament. So who are we as men that can just change the rules at any moment <laughs> we want? We actually move the goalposts. So now it's not now additions, um, and uh, we're not additions, editing in one form or another, you know, the actual who did the Council of Nicaea do this to and all of that other good stuff? What was actually accepted as the 66 books of the canon that we actually look at? All of the books of the Apocrypha are actually available and they're out there. It does not say that that does not exist. It does not say that that is not a matter of record. It simply says the 66 books of the canon are here. And most of the people uh, that look at those 66 books of the canon, you can go look at the books of the Apocrypha. You can go look at, I mean, they're, they're online. They are out there. It's all over the place. So it's not an, it's not an editing fact where they threw any fact away or out. Now, when you go to certain, I guess, translations of it, when they change words, changing words, changing words is something completely different. Changing words is something completely different to make to 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 there's people who decide to accept certain ideologies or groups, whatever, as far as that's concerned. So they actually change a word and they go, no, nah, that's not what that should have said, because that was wrong. We edited that out because and those additions, those additions of the Bible will tell you that we edited that out because that did not fit what this who is they to edit it i can give you quite a few we'll be on here forever we'll be on here forever how we go to shoot go from shooting megan stallion in the foot to talk about nick cannon in the bible well you know nick cannon hey look look i i like nick cannon just like the next man he he could do but let's move on because we about to get beat <laughs> about to get crazy out here. Yeah, we went from we went from shooting back at the stain in the foot. That's that's really what you call good podcasting for real. Look, look, look at the transition that we doing. Yeah. My dog about to win right now. What? <laughs> what are the pods you was. About Thank y'all for bringing me back. I was going. Here we go. Here we go. Watch me bring it back 360. Watch me watch this. We about to get canceled. <laughs> Tory, wait, wait, hear me out though. Tory Lane's daddy is a pastor. 
All I'm saying is three past two people in foot. I've seen Clash shoot three people already. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Listen, I don't know which Clash he's talking about. <laughs> Oh, he said, hold up. We got to do that again. He said, all things said on the podcast. I'm just the saying. Truth. It is the opinions yeah. and the jokes that are done by the Mick at the podcast. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are... Enjoy and have a great day. We, we just podcast and we don't mean none of this. Yeah, we we yeah. out here casting. We out here casting. So the best of the rest, we're going to keep it moving on this news. So we got the best of the rest out here. We got Diddy still having kids. He's trying okay. to catch up with, with Nick Cannon. Uh, we got Rush Hour hey. 4, possibly. I don't know. We got Drake. Is he the greatest of all time? Because he passed Eminem when he didn't have real streaming for his albums. I don't know. Also, we got Taylor Gang is the first record label to do NILs for college football players. Missy Elliott got a non-relative uh, uh, or uh, non-really non existent degree again, but she got this one from Norfolk State. As the uh, the, the right reverend has said, they mean nothing. So you ain't smarty, mister. You ain't smarter. Hey, don't, you ain't smarter, okay. Missy Elliott. Listen, don't I, I love her. I love yeah. her. I'm, I'm a yeah. friend. I think she is smarter because yeah. she got it. But the right reverend said, "Hail to the no." So and then we, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Irv Gotti out here. He said, "Cash Money, greatest hip hop label ever," and no what? one's even close. Man. So, uh, you know, we got a few things out there. You know what I'm saying? It seems as if uh, Irv Gotti got a little spark in there. So. Do you think Cash Money is the greatest hip hop uh label <laughs> ever? No. All right. So so like now I'm trying to I'm one thing that made me think about this, right? So I'm going like, how do we break this down? Because we go Def Jam. Def Jam did have uh Rockefeller Records and all those subsidiaries. So you have to go through and look at all the subsidiaries under Rockefeller. I mean under uh Def Jam. Def Jam, yeah. Cash Money had one other. That's it. You got Young Money, and that's it, right? So yeah. Young Money, which is mixed, or is a uh, uh, freaking Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Tiger, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Who else? Gunna, Lil Wayne, Tiger, and Wayne, right? Yeah. Tiger. Right. So like you have, I feel like Def Jam could have more just because of the amount of other labels that was underneath it. Does that include? Um, Aftermath is under priority. We could go priority because they had like Ice Cube's run. You had, they had a nice run. You had Aftermath, which you had, uh, you know, Shady. You got yeah. 50 and them. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a lot. So, I mean, do you feel like that's an accurate statement, Rod? Do you think that's an accurate statement that Cash Money, greatest hip hop label, uh, label no. ever? No, I mean, I, I mean, they're up there, but I don't think they're the greatest ever. I wouldn't say they're the greatest ever. Um, like I said, because you do got young, um, was it Cash Money? <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Cash Money, who holds, you know, a couple of the, you know, hottest artists still, you know, they got the hottest female artists. They got a hard, they got Drake, you got Lil Wayne. So I don't know. Uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard to decide. I don't know if they're talking about dividends. I don't know if they're talking about plaques. I don't know what they're talking about. So I don't know. <clears throat> Well, what what do you think, uh, Brown? Do you think that uh, it would be it would be cash money? I mean, I know you you a uh, Kanye stand, so I mean, you got to go hard in the paint for Rockefeller. So, um, what's the name of it? Not cash money. Uh, 
Damn, Pusha T took Pusha T took it over. It was Pusha T, Big Shot. What was that called? Oh, you talking about good music? Good music, honestly. Yeah, but that's underneath. That's also underneath Rockefeller, right? Our best record label ever is Cash Money Nowhere. If you're especially talking about clean, like yes, they got three good artists and stuff like that. But if we go back to the Def Jam era, whoo, that's what we, I'm saying. We got LL Cool J, one of the greatest rappers that ever existed. <laughs> he was Drake before Drake. I'm just saying. And, who, and who yeah, you got uh, you had um, who else was on Def Jam? You had Redman was on Def Jam. I, you got, I mean, there was a lot of cats that was Wu-Tang. on. Def Jam. When Wu Tang was on Def Jam too. Uh, Wu Tang himself wasn't. It was individual. So you had Wu. I think uh, Redman, Method Man was on there. Though. Yep, they was. Yeah. On Def Jam had a rock. Joe Budden. I like Joe Budden. Joe Budden. Def Jam. Ooh. Are we forgetting about are we forgetting about Def Jam South because that come out of Def Jam? Yep. So you got yeah. Luda, pretty much. So I mean, you Luda know, Luda Chris was on there. You got Luda. Jeezy. Hey, so what? Our face. Yeah, like I mean, that was cats, man. Now, like Def Jam was had a nasty run. And if Luda, you look, he was on there too, right? Who? Memphis Bleak. If yeah. Not, uh, yeah. I mean, he was on Rockefeller, so. But that was yeah. underneath. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we're yeah. counting, if we're counting, like, if we go Def Jam, that means that's that whole roster of, yeah. and then yeah. whoever had other labels underneath, they were signing with Def Jam to be a dis- distribution. And you like, you need cash money, and it's just cash money and young money, and that's it. But if we're talking about, okay, let's put them up against smaller record labels. Like, let's put Birdman up against QC. And uh, we can put them up against like Master P and stuff like that. We can put Bear up against Master P, QC. Uh, who else can we put them up against? That's really about it. They can be in that small category. Everybody, if, if you're talking about it's again, like Rajim said, what are your benchmarks? Because if you put um, cash money up against No Limit, the top money getters, No Limit was the money getters, right? Because nobody did it as far as getting money. Like Master P, he showed everybody how to own whatever they did. So mm-hmm. everything he did was pure profit, and everything that everything that came up under him did did that. Now, you know, granted, everybody on No Limit decided that they wanted to go to jail, but um, things decide they want to go to jail. I mean, well, you know, but 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 you got, and and I, I feel like I feel like Irv is reaching another level of trying to become relevant again. I think he's making statements to try to get himself back out there. That's really I, I pay no attention to him saying that. Because Just like you know, the Ashanti stuff where he was out there wilding out. Can I get to the game? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's broken mad. <laughs> I don't think he broke. I think he just won. You know, Social, social equity. Was social equity? I believe he's broke. Have he's broken social equity, not wealth. Have you seen Ashanti lately? No, I seen her. I said social. She she doing she doing all right, man. I think she she's moved past Irv uh, significantly. And I know I know Nelly is like, damn, Irv. So, you know what I mean? You know, okay, right. He's like. <laughs> I'd be scared, but I'd go home and die if I did something like that. That boy is wild. <laughs> That's some wild stuff. Can that, I get that again? That I was with my wife. Man, wait, what? Hold on. Hold on, Irv. Yeah, He's yeah. He, baby. Life. Yeah, he out there wilding out a little bit. So, 
Um, you know, I think it's quite interesting, like even with the uh with the Drake situation, like do you do you consider, you know what I'm saying, uh do you consider Drake the greatest rapper ever? No. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Move it to goalpost. Y'all just had Drake against Eminem. That was it. Well, I'm just no, I'm just saying because <laughs> of the just, just because of the uh, the RIAA, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has these, you know, it's no different than the Russian title. Like somebody no. somebody get the Russian title and they go like Emmett Smith, the greatest rusher of all time. And then most people will be like, yeah, but Barry Sanders though. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's one of those things. I saw I'm just looking, hey, what do you what do y'all feel? Do y'all feel like is he been in the conversation or is he just a great songwriter? No, is he is he a great songwriter at the perfect time? A writer, hold on now, buddy. Well, <laughs> song performer then. P- song performer at the perfect uh, time. He's a great marketer. So he's a he's a he's a uh he's a, the best artist. <laughs> The best artist and marketer of this particular time, where sorry. you can touch a lot of people quickly. No, well, if you had a machine behind you like Drake, then it's different. If we're talking about who's top lyrical artist, I listen to New York artists. You get what I'm saying? So I like West Side Gun, the whole Griselda, Benny the Butcher, Conway. I'm my favorite rapper is Pusher T. You get what I'm saying? We just talking lyrics. I like Pusha T. Who else? Who else I vibe out to? I like, you know, those type of I'm I'm, I'm a boom back. I like I like Ransom. Ransom's hard. Yeah. I like him. Uh yes. Yeah. There's there's a lot of uh artists yeah. out there that got real lyricism and trying to make you think a little bit compared to I mean Drake, Drake is Drake is He's the he is the he's the new age LL Cool J man. Yeah, he's the new age LL man. He all he need to do is just keep licking his lips and he would be like LL (laughs) at that time. Like that's it. Because he it was like it's all about those songs, man. It's all about you know I'm saying backseat of my Jeep. It's all about round away girl. Like that's all Drake is doing is he's giving you those hits over and over and over again. You know what I'm saying? That boy Pusher cleaned him up. He tried to go lyrically against Pusher. You know better. You leave that man. That man diss McDonald's. He do not care. You think Pusher T care? That man, oh, he don't care. That boy nasty with it. Don't get me, I like Meek too. Meek, Meek. I like Meek. Meek nice. Yeah, he Meek's nice, but he just uh nice. he wasn't good. He wasn't good at the media game. He like he wasn't ready for that. Meek yeah, is, he wasn't ready for that. He even said on time that was doped out. I don't know. For me, man, right now, right now, I'm I'm I like little baby. Little baby, little baby, he changed the game too for these young for the young for the young cats. You know what I'm saying? And like if you live like before I was like, man, I don't really like these young cats, but if it is a young cat I listen to, it'd be it'd be little baby. Um I don't really like these all these cats with all the letters in their name, NBA, CBL, all them cats, whatever. Um, but like I said, I will say Lil Baby to me, I'll say top, top three new cats is Lil Baby. I know Clexton gonna say Kurt Franklin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but for those of you who think gospel music got too radical. got too rap. You know what? <laughs> Something else for you. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Are you ready for a revolution? Woo! <laughs> so I hey, Woo! Kurt Franklin. He like Kurt Franklin versus Drake. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> really though, Kurt Franklin. 
Cold and he got something else. Classic though. Drake ain't got a classic that go as long as Kurt Franklin. I tell you that much <laughs> at all. Hey, I mean, Stomp go hard, man. Oh, and, and he got some choir boys that be on, getting Stomp. busy. Stomp is really the dreams and nightmares like Meek Mill. That's the gospel dream and yeah. nightmare. It showed it. <laughs> it is the gospel dream and nightmare. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was yeah. <laughs> Once they hear that, Stomp, are you yeah. ready for revolution? Woo, woo. Hey, hey, look. So it, when it, it, Hey, when 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 Stomp when Stomp played in the club, I said, "Wow, that was I was just like, what? That was Ooh. that was more than that was more than Jesus walked. You like Jesus walked? You was like, all right, that's like hip hop. You oh. heard Stomp? You was like, it's a choir. Like you got a choir <laughs> in the back. My man is directing. That's yeah. the whole thing. Like you like, bro, this is I'm gonna hit you with one of these since you were gonna send me there. I'm gonna tell you." And a man that can stand in the paint with any of these cats that you're talking about, a gentleman by the name of Lecrae. Lecrae, Lecrae. of course. Bad, bad, bad boy. Oh, yeah. Lecrae, Lecrae is literally Christian trap music. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I like Miley. What's his name? Miley Music? Whatever his name is that do the same. Miley, Miley Music, same group of people. Miley okay. Music is great. But check out Lecrae. If you hadn't heard Lecrae, I need you to go listen to him. Yeah, yeah. Lecrae's nice. Lecrae's nice. Yeah, Lecrae is nice. He was on the cypher some years back on BC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And stood up, too. What she said, but ain't, ain't he going to this? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, didn't, I hadn't heard that. I didn't. A lot of people felt like he was, but I don't know. He he said that he never would. So if he is now, you know, that, that's something completely mean? different. I don't have. What does huh? that, that money, man? What does that, that mean? Going to the secular. What is to, that to, to the civilians outside of the uh, Christian, uh, uh, you know, I'm saying landscape? I guess coming back, coming out to the regular folk. You know, what I'm saying the unsaved. He about to be a Christian rapper. <laughs> I like the trend. We're like, but he had though. There's another guy locally that he. I mean, he's a local dude. But if you have never heard of um, Senile Frozen Child, who was actually signed. Two cash money years ago went to prison and then he went and started doing uh, 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 Christian music. See now, is a bad boy too. You know who we don't speak about? Currency. That currency uh, at Wiz era with Don Trip and Star. That was a nice era right there. I just want to put that out there. Currency that, that jet light to the next life era was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. A lot well, of, a lot of we don't. We we gonna we gonna keep it pushing. Everybody got they say out here. Drake is ah, he making it. He he's taking advantage of the of the time frame he in, just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? LeBron and uh, all those other folks. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage of where you at. You know what I'm saying? Be the best with where you at. Be the best where you at. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Doing your thing. Why LeBron? Great though. Why LeBron catch that stray for no reason? You know, like LeBron, why he catch a stray? No, I'm just saying, be the best where you at. Don't worry about anything else. Be the best where you at. You know what I mean? That's all you can do. And let everybody else judge. That's all. That's all. Uh, you know what, what I'm saying? That's it. What you do? <laughs> but we gonna, we gonna keep it pushing, man. We are, we are, we moving on to the music of the week right now. That was uh, kind of limited in the stuff that was out there. Uh, so we got here's a little list. That French Montana thing didn't even show up. I was looking for it, couldn't find it. That Mount Westmore did show up. It was nice. Uh Shay E. Uh did see that. SZA, listen to that joint and A Boogie with the hoodie. 
did listen to that as well. But my spotlight for the week was Mount Westmore. It was just good to listen to. And it was nice to hear some actually uh, decisive regional West Coastness. It's it, you know, that's one thing that I miss about hip hop right now is that there's no like separation of sides. Everything sounds about the same. It's all going to be trappy and whatnot, unless you have to super dig. But, you know, old school dudes, Snoop, Q, 40, short, gave you 16 tracks, had about five songs that I would throw in there. Just, you know, like I was riding in a six four with some hydraulics on it. It was good banger. So you had motto, uh, ghetto gutter. Have a nice day. Do my best and big subwoofer with those songs that they had out there. So check out Mount Westmore if you're missing some old like West Coast, uh, you know, um, freaking Zapping Roger samples and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Check that out. Uh, there was also, I think, uh, Gucci put out an album that's like 80 tracks or something like that. Like it's like four days long. Uh, I, you know, I was skipping through some of the stuff. It's a whole bunch of stuff that was out there. So. Uh, you can check that out as well. Um, so, so a lot of those albums were were pretty decent. That SZA, really good. If you want to uh, have a slow slow dance with the wife, uh, uh, significant others out there, and and do your thing, that SZA album was uh, good as well. So uh, that is our uh, mid catch show spotlight for this week. Thank you. All right, now we moving on to our interview. We got my man out here, Mr. Brown, aka. Mr. Uh, Stan for Kanye. Kanye's <laughs> publicist is out here. So we got. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, I, I know that you have a, uh, had a background um, doing uh, poetry and things of that nature. What, what really got you into that poetry mode where you like, uh, did you do any type of music and things like that before? What really got you uh, into the poetry lane? The pressure. Can you elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, all right. Ooh. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Hey, all right. <laughs> hey, look, this podcast is here. I'm taking us to the next. <laughs> You're like, Clexton, hold up, man. You got to. What you doing to us? Nah. <laughs> Depression. We know. <laughs> Sending you a text. That's like, hey, bro, you funny you say it because as soon as we ask you a question, yo, you just bust out laughing. So we figured you was good. <laughs> he said, laughter covers this. Pain. Pain. That's what it was. Like, <laughs> <my heart>. You <laughs> okay? <laughs> but no, nah, what made me want to um, start doing poetry? It was it was fun. I used to just do it. It did get dark fast, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> But nah, uh, what I'm about to say, I think what made me start doing poetry, it was fun. Like, it was just something to get my mind off doing stuff. But a lot of my poems did start off dark because I really wanted to be a rapper at first. I'm not going to lie to you. But I realized I didn't have the voice to be a rapper. 
And I was like, okay, what can I do? Always, oh, I'm an artist at heart. You know, I went to school for theater. I did acting and stuff. So poetry kind of just came second nature where I would just write stuff down about how I'm feeling about that day. And, you know, it, it really helped me get through a lot of stuff. And after a while, people started hitting me up to perform places. And I was like, okay, this is a vibe. But I think what I hate the most about getting into poetry and getting good at it, it took away the free space for me doing poetry. It became less fun and more just another job again. I was like, all right, okay, this kind of sucks. I keep doing it because I can get paid here and there. So, yeah, but, but uh, still. You said the poetry made you depressed. You said what? <laughs> I said the poetry made you depressed. <laughs> I keep trying to say that, but y'all laugh first, so now I'm trying to come up with, you see I'm stuttering up on my answers now. I'm coming up with, you know, uh, you know, when a baby was born, you know, poetry was in them. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> we blaming you, Cliff. So, uh, so, all right. So, 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 <laughs> Mr. Brown, uh, you know, with with that, you said that depression, you wanted to be a rapper first. Like, how far did you get down that rabbit hole of, you know, when you said you didn't have the voice? Like, how did you find out? Oh, I ain't got the voice. Some, oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, were you on the way to, you know, getting a, a, a contract or performing or something? And it was just wasn't, it just wasn't it. And I got in the studio and they played my voice back. <laughs> <laughs> you said, he said it was on the first replay and you was like, mm-mm. Yeah, I sound. Y'all ain't got no reverb added to that or nothing. This is how I sound. You know, <laughs> beat that. He said, I don't even want to lose yeah, my own self. So. He was like, forget that, man. It was so bad. I got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My aunt ain't even hit like everybody else. Uh, you know, my voice cracking. <laughs> 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 I, uh, uh, hey, y'all delete that. Uh, y'all can't add no bass to it. No, we did, bro. <laughs> He said the bass all the way up. Like, yeah, you can't my, do nothing else, man. My rhymes, they really hit the same. I tried to rap about gangster stuff growing up, but I listened to rock music, so it was all left. Yeah, you um, can't. Um, you can't gangster rap and sound like Mickey Mouse. That's, that's what I was saying. I went in there, my top. But when they talk about choppers, I look, grew up listening to Greed, they 21 guns. So our choppers hit different. That's my song, too. Why you playing? Yeah, one. <laughs> a 21 guns. But they <laughs> over there fucking. <laughs> sliding. I was like, oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Our ops are completely different. You know what I mean? I didn't have ops growing up. That's kind of what messed up my own rap career, too. I didn't have ops. So you didn't have a real thug shit going on to write about? No, don't get me wrong. I was always one of the people that was around it, but I wasn't in it. Like, I was around it, you know what I'm saying? Hot-headed and all that, but I wasn't invested enough in it to, like, put my lyrics out there. You know what I'm saying? I never sold any drugs. I never did any of the gangster stuff that make me a rapper. You know, my, like my friends, they had getting there. Uh, just kicked in the dough last week. I was like, ooh, he going off. <laughs> he going off. <laughs> he, got, he got like four consecutive years. <laughs> he said that, that put him in the pen. He was like, oh, free, free to win. Like I'm telling on everybody, bitch. Hey, what's wrong with you? You ain't got a snitch. Yeah, what now? I'm just that man, Charleston White. <laughs> he said Charleston White. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, 
<laughs> poetry smooth though. It get it gets you in all type of doors. It is really fun. And you can think about poetry, once you get good at it, people know you're really good. And you like add my popularity attached to my poetry, even if I do bad, I still do good. That's so it, that's how it's supposed to be. That's the perks about being cool. I ain't gotta be good at nothing. I just get hyped for my poetry. Wow, man, your poetry is fire. I go home, my fiance be like, this is the worst thing I ever heard you ever perform in my life. I don't yeah. matter who though. I'm cool. So yeah. That's that's like uh that was like Drake's <laughs> last solo album. People was like, it just was out, and people were like, that's trash, but he's still Drake. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what's crazy about what he just said? He just joked about it a little while ago. He's talking about a child was born and poetry was in him. That's the very definition of a child was born and poetry was in him. So I need you to shut that down, young man. That's exactly what the deal is. If it's in you, I mean, the, the bad stuff that you think is bad and everybody's digging it. Hey, that. So, Clay, so yeah. what are you even talking about? I'm talking about. <laughs> no, you saying that I what you say it is, if it's bad and it's still good to everybody else, it's it, in you. You so, can't. Yeah, and, and that's not the thing. what your gifting is, period. Yeah, and that's, and that's the thing. So, as a poet, like as a poet myself, it's something that's in you. You know, as a writer, you know, everybody just can't go pick up a pen and write poetry. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a a it's a part of you. You know, I when I was in when I was in Iraq, um I had I used to write poetry or whatever, and um I would write for fun. You know what I'm saying? And then somebody said, Hey man, teach me how to write poetry. And I literally had explained to this guy that you can't be taught how to write poetry. It's either in you or it's not. Everything and can be. Tell the difference between somebody who writes that's not a writer and somebody who has it in them. You know, so you can be, you can, you can put words together to rhyme. Roses are red, violets are blue. You know what I'm saying? But that's not poetry. Hold you know on. I just did a poem that started off like that recently. I feel, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I can, I can say that. I just was, I was listening to another podcast and it was about, they like review bad movies and stuff, but they did a whole thing talking about AIs that are writing scripts. So you can put in information into this AI and it can write a whole script of dialogue for people, which at the same time, you could probably do that with poetry and things of that nature. Probably some of these rappers out here is like, yo, I need a, uh, I need like a horror 16 about you know what I'm saying? Such and such projects. And an AI now at this point, because it's a situation where it's like, man, if you can teach a computer to be able to freaking write rhymes, that's, you know, it, it may not have that same, it is all on how it's delivered, yeah, which really you. gives you the emotion. But yeah. if you can teach a computer to write the words and then you go, if I can perform it, you know what I'm saying? I think that's, a, that's what's kind of wild and different nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like, Anything is possible as long as you, and it comes down just like we talked about with Drake, great performer of what he's given, and it makes it a marketer of the other deal. So, speaking of hip hop questions, quick, quick hip hop questions. If Nick Cannon and Joe Budden came out right now, this generation, where you think they'd be at in the music charts? I'm talking about right now, like this generation. Probably somewhere in the middle, a little higher than. You talking about same? You talking about same production, or you just talking about them as their voice? Them like as the stuff they talked about, like they artists, because they kind of have a bangers. You know, what I'm I, I was. You know what? I would probably say due to the fact that there's a lot of <laughs> depressed artists 
in hip hop right now, I think Joe Button, just with some of the stuff they came out with, he would probably be more successful than Nick Cannon. Yeah. Just because yeah. Yeah. there is a lot of like that alternative, like emo hip hop. Like Joe would fall in that in some of his like yeah. later yeah. albums before he kind of just disappeared. That would be where he would he would be like that dude. He would yeah. be like that triple X. And yeah. be like, oh, that's dope. Like, people be all up on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So can I, I, I like I like that comment. That's right. There's absolutely the truth. Can I ask a question? Y'all mind if I ask uh, Brother Brown a question? Especially since he's saying that. And I want him to check this out. And this is some stuff that you guys don't know. You just put out a, a short movie about you and your life. Talk to us about what's your movie about, what it's all about, and it came from where. All right, so my movie came out from a poem that I wrote called You Were Loved. You know what I'm saying? So I take a lot. <clears throat> Jeez, I need water. Oh, I need. I need water. <laughs> Jesus. Yelling on the camera. But um, so the film, <laughs> the short film I put out called You Were Loved, it's a um, romantic film about a guy who basically gets in a relationship and like, he busy, but you know how it would be like, I'm gonna make sacrifice for you. I understand that you a busy entrepreneur and all, you know, they say all the good words to make you feel special. You know what I'm saying? Like they understand how busy of a person you are, but as soon as, you know say realize how busy you are, then they want to get upset. Like you never got time for them. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that. It's like a bunch of them emotions and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't want to say too much because it'll give away the film, but it's, it's, yeah. it's, just, it's a romantic film of just heartbreak and just showing like the good times and the bad times in relationships. You know, the trailer's out now. I don't know if y'all got me on social media platforms, uh, it's on Instagram, it's Taki, T A K I underscore Brown. And on Facebook, it's T A apostrophe K I, last name Brown, Taki Brown on, you know, both platforms. But yeah, yeah, yeah. just. Like, you know, kind of like a question, like what you were saying, too, though. You know, I'm backpedaling, kind of going all over the place. I feel like to write a good poem, especially for me, it puts me in a depressed state for at least a day and a half. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Because you got to put yourself in the mood. You got to put yourself in the mood in order to write poetry. You get what I'm saying? Like, right now, my life fly. So I really ain't having a reason (laughs) to write a lot of poetry. Like my life's going good. Yeah, so you watch- in that you in that Drake state, man. You winning all the time. That's why Drake only can write about who he yeah, is. But- <laughs> this, this this whole fly life you talking about. We don't even know you talking about putting yourself in that spot. That's okay, cool. Talk about your fly life. I mean, you, there's a you got a whole lot of stuff that's going on. You you active duty United States Air Force. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. And- Never bring that up. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right, then. Who is Taki Brown, man? Tell him who Taki Brown right. is. I think, I, think, I think what he's saying is question, and like, I go through this as well. It's like, as a writer, you know, so your, your influences kind of thin out sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you, a lot of times, like, even for me, it's like, if I, don't, if I feel like I'm not going to put out a good product, you know what I'm saying? I can't write about love if I'm not in love. You know what I'm saying? I can't write about, you know, certain things. If I'm not a writer, if I'm not a romance writer, then it's hard for me to write about romance, you know, if I'm if it's not in me, I guess is what I'm saying. So 
I would say, like, let, let, let's just be realistic. Like I said, I am winning. I'm going to get to me winning for real, for real. But, um, <laughs> you know, since his brother Claxton wanted me to start talking, I don't even know if y'all can see this right here. This me right here, you feel me? Yeah, 40, 40 under 40, you know what I'm saying? Most, one to 40 under 40 most influential people in the Emerald Coast area out here. You know, nice. I do a lot of giving back to the community. Over there is somewhere. I got a letter of appreciation for the Board of Education from Okaloosa County. You know, I got that out here. Oh, here you go. I got another little plaque right here. You feel me? Okay, let's go. Turn yeah, yeah, yeah. I got another one out here. I got two magazines that I'm in, but I don't know what page that's on. And I also recently became a member of the greatest fraternity on earth, D5 Beta okay. 30 Incorporated. You know what I'm saying? I'm moving. And I also, you know, but I'm also, you know, also giving back a lot to the community. I did something that a lot of people thought was the weirdest, craziest thing ever. And I'm going to tell you because it sounds crazy. And I'm saying so many words attached to this crazy to build up anticipation. Like, oh, my God. What are you going to say? What do you do that was so crazy? But <laughs> I threw a homeless block party. That's probably where you were throwing it. Put that on, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, that was like, ah. but time stopped to snap that. <laughs> <laughs> what hour? It was it 20 hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was perfect. Yeah, we gonna time. look. Hey, that's why. That's why he my. That's why he the co-host, man. We down here. That was perfect, man. God dang. Man. All right. Enough for you, enough for you, man. Uh, Huey, man, we ain't, we ain't going, Roz. We, we gotta get back to the. We get right. back on track, man. Jesus. <laughs> I can't pray for him because yeah, man, right away, right away. Black party event for the homeless show. <laughs> what what is? I didn't even see him there. That was. <laughs> <laughs> one of the members of the shelter and that's the problem I had with people like you you have forgot where you came from homeless man now listen <laughs> started from the bottom now you here relax right. you out of hand <laughs> humility on this podcast we ain't got that I see <laughs> woo my bad bro <laughs> Over trying to tell you about the homeless black party, you said, Girl, she gonna do it. It's an open space. <laughs> it was actually pretty difficult. <laughs> All right, my bad, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know. I, you know, I felt the criteria to be on the podcast, but I just didn't get the memo. I'm on the Man, that's, oh. yeah, that was that was that was fire, man. That that blows <laughs> everything up. I'm just saying, it just uh, yeah, man. All right, okay. Whoa. So, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's like, man, you just, man, you just ended the interview. Like you messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you messed the whole thing up. 
All right, look, we gonna, we gonna, hey man, we know you be out here doing great. I don't, like, I don't even know what to do right now. But it can't end like that. I really wanted to know what the block party was. Hey man, look, look. All right, all right, talk to me, man. Give me, give me, give me the details of how you put together this homeless block party. Hey, boo boo. Um, don't don't mind that guy over there. Talk talk to me, man, because that's a big thing for a community that is, um, you know, what I'm saying underrecognized and they need support from people uh, in the community. Talk to me. All right, Jesus, hey, man, crazy. All right, so as far as regarding the homeless block party, what it was, I invited some people to come out and cater. So I actually had a caterer company there, catering food. You know, I also had a um, pizza company. They donated like over 20 some pizzas. I got a live band to come out, play the guitar and sing. And I actually got a DJ to come out and stuff like that. So it was a block party. But, you know, to get people to come out, because a lot of people come out, they donate their canned goods and they leave. So what do you do to make people stay? The food there wasn't just for the homeless shelter. As far as like the catering, it was for everybody that pull up and everything like that. So it was like, it was a sense for, it was, a, I, I mixed a networking event with a block party with a canned good drive. You know, I had five fighters there. I had beauty pageant girls. They also showed up. I had the police department arrive. You know, I had different people of just different life status to the point where race or wealth or nothing else mattered because it was just a group of people and no one knew who was homeless no one knew you know who had wealth no one knew anything they just knew it was the community coming together as one and like i said the dj kept people you know staying you know cornhole the kids playing churches and stuff came out so it was a really really big successful event you know what I'm saying? so it's to the point you know they reached out to me they was like hey we want to name a day after you and stuff like that the homeless shelter so you know it, it was a really good experience and you know a lot of people that lived at the shelter they was like yo thank you nothing like this ever happened before because when i pitched the idea to people they was like that doesn't make sense at all you know i was like no when was the last time you know like people that are you know in those certain situations if they just go to an everyday club, people look at them like they're crazy. You know what I'm saying? We forget they are people, too. And they also want to have fun and go out, too. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Why not bring it to them? So, that's what I did. I brought the party scene to the shelter. And everyday people showed up. So, just everybody just dancing and having fun. Hey, I was it was, I was extremely emotional while doing it. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, yes, I'm joking about it on the phone. But just seeing that much unity in yeah. one, it was crazy. Yeah, that's that's when when somebody has an idea and they have a perspective and they want to deliver to everybody and they have that, you know, saying that leadership and that drive to be able to go out there and make it happen and understand that it's always going to be or their idea is positive and will affect everyone, not just something good for themselves, but it's going to affect everyone and could change mindsets towards a situation or a problem or a group of people. And um, and that is. That is to be applauded always, man. That was, that's big yeah. things to be able to get all those people that may have negative connotations about that particular group of people to come out and support that group of people and then not only get a change of attitude by those that participated, but also get a get the appreciation uh, from the people that you did it for. So, man, that is uh, that's to be applauded. And, you know, what I'm saying that's that's better than, you know, I mean, poetry is fantastic, but doing that. Yeah. That's that's one of those things that lives with you forever. And mm -hmm. you know that you can really affect, uh, you know, people on, uh, you know, name to name, face to face. You saw the joy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you put poetry out and you may not see how it affects somebody down the road, but you got to see that joy of the people that was out there.
I think my whole thing, like I said, I've been a big advocate for giving back to the community for a while. You know, I was a chamber of commerce. I was all the ribbon cuts for all the new companies that came out. So I highlighted that also, you know, um, I'm also a mentor at an elementary school. I mentor two kids. So I help out with that a lot. Also, you know, I was part of a hundred black men over for a while. So I did a bunch of mentoring when they come on that aspect. Also, I'm also part of like an advocacy center for abuse. I'm a board member for an advocacy center for kids going through abuse. So it's like it's a whole like buildup of things that I do to give back to this community. You know, because like if you, you I could I could easily be just a promoter or I could easily do X, Y, and Z. But if you're not giving back to your community, then what are you doing? I'm not even from here, but the way I operate. I operate like I'm from here. I operate like I'm from Pensacola. I operate like I'm from Fort Walton or et cetera, et cetera. Because, you know, I think a lot of people mix it up and stuff too. Like I said, I wasn't too involved in the street life, but I was around street people. You know, it, it, all you got to do is change the verbiage and lie this game. Like, oh, oh, that's my OG. Oh, that's the CEO of the company. Oh, that's the kid that gets sent out that sells a drug. Oh, that's the sales and that's the marketing department. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that's the main that's getting into stuff that's the main dude that's causing the most trouble he got the worst reputation oh that is our team lead oh that is our lead salesman oh this is the guy that could give you the best training in order for you to grow within an organization so you know if, if you change the words then you know what i'm saying then it then, then everything gets fixed I, I tell a lot of my peers you know like i'm a big marketing guy I like being on social media marketing etc cetera, etc cetera. i explain to a lot of my peers like oh my god now i'm a club from my club like whoa, whoa, whoa fix that verbiage they're like what do you mean they're like, well, I throw parties. I said, well, 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 fix that verbiage. They'd be like, what do you mean? I'm like, you are an event coordinator. They'd be like, wait, what? I said, that simple change in verbiage just changed exactly what your title is. So yeah. therefore, if you're a club or party promoter, they won't frown upon you. The verbiage changes the situation. And once the situation has changed, it changes your social status in life. And once your social status has changed, you become someone who can open more doors for people that are behind you. Because if you can't open a door for somebody then behind you, you're only closing doors, then what was the point of walking through them in the first place? Mm-hmm. I like it. Hey, man. Applause, man. That's that's doing big things. And that's, that's that change that a lot of people don't understand is that, yes, there are you know, it's, it's like a building of a resume. You know what I'm saying? You can put down, hey, I I, I cook food, but all of a sudden you'd be like, I'm a chef or, or, you know what I'm saying, I'm a sous chef. And that changes the totally different thing to where you can go with those culinary skills. I'm a culinary expert. You know what I'm saying? Like people may think that they aren't where they should be, but yeah. they have the ability with changes of words and also improving their skills that you can just, just with those words, they're powerful. You can change the perspective and the trajectory of people. So, I mean, that's a great thing that you're putting out there in the community and, and making sure that people are aware of those things. If, I, if you don't mind me saying something real quick. And also, to all the gatekeepers out there, man, stop being trifling gatekeepers, man. Let these people in. It's too many gate because I'm a gatekeeper myself at a young age, so I know the game. I've been grooming and stuff like that. I'm a gatekeeper. I try my best to bring people in these rooms. Stop being a nasty gatekeeper. It, I ain't gonna lie, I'm sorry to put this on our community, but our community got it bad with gatekeeping. Boy, we will gatekeep to the gate get rusty. Hey. And then we lose our position of power and need them same people we was gatekeeping out to let us back in. Yeah, we yep. uh we are we are very much uh we gonna we gonna treat we do treat people wrong. I mean, shoot, you see it, you know what I'm saying? You see it big time on the reflection, you see it big time in the church. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. I was been on the steward board for the, and we need a, like, I mean, like you see that all through and that, that kind of translates to, you know what I'm saying? Those people that are out there successful and uh, you know, it, 
trying to get things done. You know, they feel like they are the only ones that can anoint the next coming of whoever should be. And, you know, what I'm saying you got to allow people to grow and, and continue to open up different avenues uh, for the people that are behind them. Like you're doing yourself, man. Like that is a that is a wonderful, wonderful thing that you're out there doing uh, for the community, uh, community of people that, like you said, you're you're a transplant and you're out here helping people like they're your own right now. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Not, and that's right. It gets hard for me at times. I don't know how much time we got, but it gets hard for me at times. <laughs> Somebody that's like young also, but about me being a gatekeeper and me being around this game so long and soaking up so much knowledge, I never get to use the I'm just 27 year old, 27 years old line. I be wanting to use that bad. <laughs> I'm just mad. They be like, nah, you know better though. They be like, you in your 20s, but you know better. And I be like, ah, right, you got it. So that's be my only issue. It'd be certain. So I be, I've been wanting to do for years. I be wanting to act out and stuff. I like cracking jokes like this, but a lot of mm. times, like, you know better. Yep. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta put the uh, gotta put the right voice on. You gotta put the right attitude on, just because yep. as you become that gatekeeper, more yep. people are looking for you for guidance, and there's more people out there looking at you to tear you down. You know yep. what I'm saying? So it's yep. like you gotta get, make sure that you're staying on your p's and q's almost at all times. You know, you know, if you you know having that my, myself being a military veteran and stuff, it's just like hey, 24 hour airman, 24 hour soldier, 24 hour. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. a sailor, all that stuff. You know, you're like, hey, I gotta I gotta stay on my stuff. Yeah, I wanna wild out a little bit, but I'm I'm representing something greater. And in your in your case, you're repping you're representing yourself at a greater state. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you can't it can't allow that to drop. So hey man, you are uh you are doing great things out here, and, and that's why you on the show, man. We really appreciate everything that you're doing out here, doing for your community, doing for black men being that example for everybody that's out there and doing great things and uh in your art you know it's just the same but there's one more thing that we got to do we always gotta respect your deck man. so we got three questions that we always ask of every uh interviewer that we, that comes on here uh interviewee that comes on our show we got to ask you who's your favorite artist who what's your favorite album and what's your favorite song that you get down to? So, and it's very much that, hey, I'm stuck on an island type of scenario. You know what I mean? So, so who is that one artist, you know what I'm saying, that was influential to you and that, that you always go to no matter what? They come out with an album. It may have been 20 years since they did it. But you're like, yo, I'm the first one in line to go get that. Who's that artist with? Kanye West. Well, we could have figured that out. Huh? <laughs> We should have asked, like, I, like, why even ask that? I should have just been like, Kanye was. All right, next one. Okay, so we got that out the way. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, that, what's, what's that What's that one album that you can put on repeat uh, uh, forever That if you was out there on the island or the one uh, one album that you take it with you to that island where you go, okay, I can listen to this forever? It don't have to be with the same artist, don't do it. It don't no. have to. No, okay. no. Okay, recently this album I had on repeat is that Burner Boy. Burner Boy new album. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah, that one's nice. Hey, like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that one's nice, man. That's a nice album, dude. Yeah, is <laughs> boy, what? I be that album nice, man. All right, and what's the last one? What song? The last one is that one song. Like you know, we've had people come on here and talk about you know that one song for a workout or whatever. But that one song that you was like, man, I could throw that on repeat for a while, and it's take a long time for it to get on my nerves. You know what I mean? Um, what's the name of that one song? Don't know. <laughs> uh, Me, Myself, and I by Beyonce. Okay. 
right. Okay. Got you. Okay. I'm feeling that. I'm that, feeling that. I was like, I just keep on reading. <laughs> chill out, chill out. That's not going to be the narrative y'all leave me with. Is that I'm just at home. Oh, my ladies, if you feel me. <laughs> hey, you said look, it. Look. Hey, I was like, you went from Kanye to Beyonce. Like, hey, look, my man, my man is. All I can. He, he got what, variety, he, man. He got variety in his life. You know what I mean? I'm trying to I was see. like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Button though, that's been on repeat. Walk with me by Joe Button. Okay, all right. Walk with me by Joe Button. That's good stuff right there. So we got, so we got Kanye West. We got what was the album? Burner Boy. Burner Boy. Burner Boy's album, which is is pretty bag on legit. Yeah, Burner Boy. Yeah, album. yeah. And then we got Walk with Me by Joe Button. Hey, yeah. Joe Button, come on our podcast and talk talk to us. Yeah, okay. hey, that song. Hey. That'd be great. Don't that would be the second song. Hey, my brother said, No judgment, dog. I'm just saying, it's me, myself. He and told me, he said, We don't know. I said, say, I said, say less, Coach Prime. <laughs> he said, No help because I ain't gonna be here long. I said, Why? I'm just gonna say. Podcast to the next level. I Let's say trip. <laughs> I'm trying. Man, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to make sure you get your inner Beyonce out. Hey yeah. man, it, it's been fantastic <laughs> having you on the show, man. Uh, yeah, no, been a no, great no, interview, no. man. And once again, this is a person out here that's doing great things for the community. Go check out his poetry. Go check him out on social media, please. He's doing great things. Very entertaining young man. And he got a movie uh, that he's filmed coming out. What's the name she, of the movie again? Uh, she. Well, uh, what? Oh, that's wrong words. I don't even know my movie. I'm just hyping <laughs> words. But uh, <laughs> I'm just, she, were love. I was so wrong and proud. <laughs> she, were, relax. It's called You Were Loved. It's about a, it's a romantic, uh, what is rom-com mean? I want to say rom-com so bad, but I don't know what that means. A romantic mm -hmm. comedy. <laughs> yeah. Me, no, myself, and I, oh. I got to <laughs> But it's you or love. Um, like I said, go to my um Instagram, T-A-K-I underscore Brown. You know, the link will be in the bio, and you'll also see all the awesome um things that I got coming up. You know, I got a lot of motivational reels and et cetera, et cetera. Go out to my social media page. I got a link to my Facebook in my bio also. So I enjoy and looking forward to connecting with y'all. Fantastic, fantastic. And yeah. we just finished with the respect your deck. So we respect your respect to his deck just like we do every interviewee that we have come on the show. And we got one more thing to do. We got the top almost four. It is my week. It's gonna be quick, fast, in a hurry. I kind of went on the uh holiday spirit type situation. I went the top almost four Christmas drinks. So we went on the Christmas drink situation. We talked about it last podcast. It was making fun of me because uh I don't really like eggnog. But that ain't really my thing. So, um, but now I, I found some Christmas drinks that I was like, okay, I think they can kind of roll with these. So I had, uh, you know, there's a few out there, and I'm talking about al alcoholic beverages. So at number four, I had Christmas eggnog. So I threw the Christmas eggnog. It's not the worst, but you know, throw a little alcohol in there. Um, and I will put out the uh, recipes for these uh, in uh, below the videos when they get on loaded up on YouTube. So we got Christmas eggnog, got a good Moscow mule. I think that's uh Moscow mule is legit. <clears throat> they got Christmas rum punch. 
So you gotta like kind of like the Jamaican rum punch, but a little little Christmas flair to it. So it's got a little more like cranberry-ish berries, berryness to it. And then you have finally a Grand Royal, which I was like, that would be dope. So it's champagne with orange liqueur. And I was like, man, that's I can see me in a nice ass sweater, you know what I'm saying, around the Christmas tree, drinking some champagne with the orange liqueur in there, having a good little toast and taking pictures with my people and my family, man. So I'm really looking forward to taking these. I feel like those top four, I had to put the Christmas eggnog in there. For those that enjoy eggnog, it's, it's it would be a, like I said, number four. It's on the bottom of my list. What Roz? What are your 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 uh, holiday drinks for Christmas they put in there? You like that list? Have you had any of these? First of all, that's bullshit. Um, so right. <laughs> <laughs> what? So what? The a boo boo? <laughs> is that should have made it? What is that? What you telling me? What I have the no hey boo boo. What the hell is none of that? <laughs> Eggnog is all thing you got. Eggnog. I'm good with the eggnog. I like, I've had a mocha right. mule. You have rum punch, right? No. What? No. Hennessy. <laughs> that, like, apple okay. Crown. All right. Uh, apple I, crown. Hey, it's seasonal. Apple crown <laughs> on the rocks. That's seasonal. Uh, peppermint, peppermint snaps. Hey, what's it called? Peppermint snaps. What's it called? Peppermint snaps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Back to Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I when you can't even say schnapps, that's my next question. <laughs> <laughs> he said you don't even get to say it. Like you don't. So I will say, you can't so say one it. drink, one drink that I have been drinking lately. I got the Bailey's, right? Okay. And I mixed it with the peppermint. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So the Bailey's with the peppermint mm-hmm. and like chocolate. That's mm-hmm. that's a nice little holiday drink too. Okay, but all, all the rest right, of the all, right. Stuff. all right. So uh, what what you got, Reverend? Reverend, you see anything on there that uh, you would add, or uh, holy, have you had any water, of these? Holy water on the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Bless I, my inside. I, I rebuke thee. No, you know I, I, I no I don't I don't I don't see. Holiday drinks? No, no. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm giving respect to everything that you said. That's that's okay. Everything that you, I mean, I think what people say holiday drinks, like Regime just said, uh, Hennessy. I guess he put a peppermint stick on the side of Hennessy. And make it <laughs> oh, go with it. I don't get what it. He made. He whatever. just put. He put yeah. whatever the holiday is. Uh, Hennessy. He be like, put some pumpkin in it. Then I'm just like, all right. Put a firework yeah. in it. Maybe like, I'm guessing we're just gonna gonna gift wrap some Belvedere. This that's gonna be it. Every- that's in duties. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So, well, uh, Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown, talk to me. Have you had any holiday drinks before? Uh, yeah. I think my biggest one was um, I, I got a few. Um, moonshine and eggnog. Um. E and J and hot chocolate. Okay. Um, I, I got some J down there. I'm gonna have to hook that up. And um, I got hot chocolate. I'm gonna work that out. Uh, Ford Loco. Uh, <laughs> Is this? Look, no, I'm not even gonna go down that right away. Keep it moving. <laughs> Take some Ford Loco, <laughs> and you mix it with, <laughs> right? And then you let like you get a, like. Ten peppermints, so you let them soak in there, and you bite them. 
You feel what I'm saying? So it gives like a pepper bit flavor. Before you emergency room. That's that emergency room. That's called the that's called the angels. That's called the heaven that couldn't wait. That's what I call it. That's called the emergency room. That's what? exactly what it is. The heaven can't wait because you ain't gonna make it. You just mix it. The four loco Casamigo. <laughs> And a red bull. With a candy cane on the side. <laughs> you just, you know, <laughs> oh, man. Y'all out here, y'all out here wilding out. Man. Good stuff, yeah. though. But that's my oh, list. God. We almost at like two hours. We've been on here yeah, for a minute, bro. man. We we out here doing it, but all that means is that we having a good time. So everybody out there, uh, in the social media platform, find us at Mint Ketchup MKP hashtag. It's all that other good stuff on the Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Jump on our YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell, all that stuff, notifications and whatnot. We love you guys. We've been out here doing it once again. It's Men Catch Up Podcast, episode 34. Thank you again for our guests doing big, big things. And we about to get out of here real quick. Anybody got any last words? No, no last words? No. Done? Yeah. All right. Have we up out of here. Have, Have a great week. week. We'll see you next week. And uh, get ready for this, uh, this holiday season. If you yeah, yeah. Your- get some of that loco. <laughs> well, remember, guys, for loco, if you know. Don't drink for local. A red, <laughs> red bull. A monster energy drink. <laughs> you will try and, and try to remember the number the nine one one. Yeah, yeah. You'll 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 be wait. Heaven couldn't wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah nah. No, it'll it'll be right there. It'll be right. There. <laughs> I'll be playing for y'all. It'll be right there. Oh. Yeah, the Jamaican run, what I missed. Yeah. There you go. Hey, have a good one, y'all. Hey, it was great. Have a great one.